This is a podcast about just opinions. Hey, yo, this is what it is. This is what I think. We all have kind of outlandish takes. Like, don't at me. If there's other freeform stuff that comes with it, we cover that too. Hey, hold on real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Pause. Don't at me. Episode 23 or 24 or some shit. What's yeah, going on, y'all? What y'all been up to? You, know, you have Jock and Gary over here. Nothing chilling. Mm-hmm. Life is good. So we got to laugh a little bit. I remember uh, Chance and I a couple years ago recorded an episode of this Mike and Chance show. It was one episode because, you know, Chance, he always kind of disappears. Anyway, uh, we were talking for like an hour and a half. And the entire time, it didn't record. And I'm laughing because we just recorded for about 10 minutes and it didn't record Gary's mic. And that's actually my fault. So... Y'all can SMH directed at me. But, hey, at least it was only 10 minutes. Yeah. And we caught it. Right. So we were talking about travel. That's what we started out. I recently went on some work travel, and I got clear. Do y'all know about clear? Yeah, I don't. I know you were mentioning that. And once you brought it up, I thought this shit is, you know, it's crazy. Because the concept, like, it's crazy in a good way, but also... How is it actually, like, possible? Are they injecting some kind of chip inside of you? So many thoughts going in my head, so. Chip, microchip, Mark of the Beast. So the way it works, you know, air air travel. You go to the airport. You spend 10 minutes, 15 minutes waiting in line uh, for them to check your ID and boarding pass. Then you wait another 10, 15 minutes at the back of the TSA line. You know, next thing you know, it's 30 minutes later, and you're like, <sighs> stressed out because you're just sitting there having to take like half your clothes off and shit like that yeah so with clear you get to cut that first line entirely so if it's a 10 15 minute line you get to cut to the front of that shit what happens is they scan either your fingerprints thumbs eyes and it has a photo that that confirms it it's gonna sound like an ad it's not an ad it's just a straight up review mm-hmm. it is the best life hack i've got going for me right now and i think that's very cool for a lot of people that travel a lot because once again, it if gets you. If you travel a lot. Yeah, it gets you in that um, mindset that, okay, if there was a one off time that I was running a little late, I know I don't have to wait in the, a long line. I can just already know that I'm paying this monthly fee. And speaking of that, how much does it actually cost, Mike? So it's like 180 for a year. So it's, it's not cheap. Um, so far, I've used it three times and it's benefited me twice. Mm, okay. The last time the line the line wasn't long enough that like I really felt it, you know. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it's it's cool. It's not the same as pre-check. Pre-check's a little bit different. The way that works is when you go to TSA, it's a shorter line. Not so short anymore because a lot of people have it. Mm-hmm. But you're basically, you know, you don't have to take your shoes off. You don't have to take your belt off. Your it saves you saves you bag. time, right? More yeah, and time. the hassle of having to take all that shit off, you yeah. know. But what I like about Clear, when I did it this last time when I used it, I didn't have to take shit out of my pockets. Well, I eventually had to at TSA, but coming through, scanned my finger, and then boom, I pulled my pass up on my Apple Watch. Yeah. Dude, technology. Technology. <laughs> technology it's, it's got crazy. me in. Eventually, when, when would it get to the point where that TSA, TSA pre-check line gets two-packed to where everyone pretty much like it'll be the inverse like everybody has it now so it's almost like what's the point of having it because now this line is longer 
Yeah. That's eventually if that eventually occurs. That's not that unrealistic. You know, like there's a decent chance that happens. And it's it's like uh at that point you get like a a pre checked platinum or something, you know what I mean? Like like a higher paid monthly subscription. Yeah, social stratification right in front of you. And definitely that's gonna happen. I mean it happens with everything, right? I mean that's just life, you know. Like, Pre check, it used to be you look over and you're like, damn, all these fuckers get the cut. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, well, these 10 people have a shorter 40 people line than we yeah. have. A lot of times when I see it, I'm like, uh, like, like in a way, like it's like you're saving time, but at the same time, um, does it become a point where you're a lot more comfortable where you're pushing it like almost getting there late just knowing that oh i can just yeah yeah, i'm just gonna squeeze in like oh yeah whatever i can avoid you know if i plan ahead for traffic i'm gonna hit the snooze button a little sooner that is true that is true because i've seen that with myself i I always get it it's usually about two hours for me i get in less than an hour i have a lot of time to kill that's how i like to do it when i'm going for leisure when it's work maybe an hour 45 you know a little bit shorter but now it's becoming like an hour and a half, you know, because I have clear. So I'm not giving myself as much margin for error. And I think with this, this whole coronavirus outrage thing that's <laughs> happening right now, that it's going to it's going to take even longer to, for different processes to happen, you know. So that's going to make it even worse. You know, in my opinion. I, I won't lie. Like, people were all coughing on the plane. And I was like, ah. Yeah, I think that thing we like you look over the shoulder like. Ugh. Yeah, I think that's everybody's initial reaction because it's it's really getting bad right now, you know. So I don't blame you, you know. Um, not saying that everybody that coughs and sneezes like oh they have something, but you just initially you're gonna, you're gonna think like oh okay. Yeah. Just cover up, you know what I mean? Yeah, cover up. Bring your your Lysol. Bring your wipes. Bring sanitizer. <laughs> wipe so like, are we gonna start wearing masks pretty soon? I mean, probably. I mean, everybody, in my opinion, should be wearing masks like on the plane. If you're if you're if you're flying, no, if you're flying uh, right now, if you're flying overseas, not domestically, of course. But yeah, you should be taking precaution. Hey, I'm not gonna lie though. So my gate. That's here's the thing, Gary. You you know about this? Uh, Going to Seattle. I've been there three times now, and each time my gate has changed. Each time, once or even twice before. But the gate changes. So you have to, like, run to the other side of the airport. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, though. It went from C to E back to C. E, you know, Bush is intercontinental or uh, international. Oh, as far as terminal? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to go to the international wing. I, I don't know about that, you know, because yeah. it's got to be in there somewhere. It's like a hidden, like, a secret. Yeah, and it's weird because that international, video game. like, E takes you, yeah, it takes you to Japan. That's to yeah. where I would go. That's X crazy. out. Yeah. That's messed up. But anyway, when I do travel, um, I realize, like, there are a few, like, select things that I watch. Like, when you travel, what's the first thing that comes on the TV when you're unpacking your bags and shit? So you're saying, like, mainly. Are you saying, like, on the plane or, like, at, at, like, your destination, like, your hotel? Hotel. Because the way I see it, usually, I mean, I've started to go travel a lot early. Mm -hmm. While I land there, like, nine a.m. and be able to like explore the city for a couple hours have coffee and then go to the hotel and then go do dinner 
But I feel like in the past, and I feel like what a lot of people do is they'll travel evening of or afternoon or something like that. Mm-hmm. So they're not really getting there with much time to go explore. Maybe you go get dinner, but you go to the hotel, you go up there, you watch some hotel TV. Okay. My go-to for that, of course, ESPN to start. Once I have one cycle through Sports Center, then it's either First 48 or Gangland. Because classic, evergreen, good shit to watch. Evergreen, I remember that. Yeah, me personally, um, I agree with you. Those are those are dope things to watch. Me personally, I'm a big ass kid, so I like finding the first cartoons that I can find for nostalgia. Like, okay, nostalgia. Like, okay, like this reminds me of growing up. You know, like a old school like cartoon. Like Girls Gone Wild infomercial. <laughs> nah, with Snoop Dogg, not quite. Yeah, with Snoop, I remember that. But no, just like you know, some kind of Cartoon Network, something you know, or you know, right. ESPN, like you guys said. That's another good one, of course. And that's about it. I try not to watch TV too much, you know, but I know what you're saying. Like, if you're in a hotel and you have the downtime, you have to look at something, you know, so. Y'all ever watch The Soup? The Soup? Not personally. Not me. Do you, yeah. do you know what it is, though? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I thought it was pretty fun, like, pretty funny. Um, you Earlier, Mike, you were mentioning the old host. I thought it was pretty cool, dude. Like, it, it got him, dope. like, into a lot of but movies. Was, yeah, yeah, he would be, uh, he was in that Dane Cook movie, too, I think, uh, where it's like, him and Dane Cook are trying to get Jessica Simpson, like working at a grocery oh, no, that store. Was Dax. Oh, that, that was someone that was else. Dax. Okay, I'm, I'm getting him but mixed he up. Has but yeah, been, uh, he's been he's in a lot of corny, like random. Well, he's like the asshole kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so he was the host, and then he's been in movies. So they had a new uh, host, and it was this like girl. I don't remember her name. I've never seen her before in any, in anything else. Cute, you know. So she had like that quirky cuteness like attractive appeal that makes you want to watch okay uh i love the concept of the show so you so know. did they revamp it like is it different pretty now? much yeah uh, and and i forgot what was i think i was watching friday like they had all the friday movies playing on e okay and in between they were showing commercials for the soup coming on later so i was like all right let me check it out you know the concept they show like videos and American Idol or like whatever's been playing from the last week current events not you know very much up the don't at me alley you know yeah so showing different videos some of them were hilarious I'm sitting here laughing love the concept likable host just awful production though like the studio like the laughing like the forced laugh tracks you know and that's when it's not really good when it's it's not genuine enough yeah and it was really bad writing and I'll say like like, the whole applause I hate that like so like you said obvious and it started out like pretty slow like I didn't really like the way it came out from the gates but I like the host Mm -hmm. I like the concept Mm -hmm. I might tune in again later but you know in current event pop culture news, I just felt like that was pretty apropos. Yeah, just to like give it the benefit of the doubt because things can gradually get better. Maybe you're watching an episode that wasn't that great, or who knows, you know. So right. I mean, yeah, nowadays if it's not good by the pilot, you might as well exile. Yeah, exile by the end of this. Literally, as soon as the season ends. So. Me personally, uh, speaking on that, I have a bad habit of like steady. So let me rephrase it. I have a bad habit. Of continuing continuing to watch like shitty stuff because I still just want to finish it. 
that makes sense. You know, even though I know it's bad, I'm still gonna finish it just so I can say, okay, I got through it. That oh, not yeah, turned it off that, real quick. I like watch yeah, like no, a I, shitty Netflix right, movie. Right, I still just yeah. watch it, you know, so I can finish it. You know, I was watching. It's funny because I'm literally the opposite of y'all. Like, I can't stand something that's not gonna catch my attention. Like the Turning Flash. It off. The Flash yeah. was shitty. No, not the Flash. It was another one. Flash was good actually. It was uh, the one where they were the CW. CW just produces shitty like superhero oh, shows. Oh yeah, Arrow, like, whatever. Well, like Supernatural. And, <laughs> yeah, and it was one of them. I was watching it was Guardians or something, and, and they went like in the past, and it just was bad acting, and it just was fucking bad. But I kept watching. And it's like CW usually has like horrible CGI. <laughs> where you're like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, it's super bad. Dragons <laughs> with lasers. All I've seen lately are bad Netflix movies. Like I hate Netflix, man. Like. I've said it before on the podcast, Netflix still sucks. The documentaries, some of the original content is fine, but they don't have licenses for anything I want to watch, ever. I think Netflix ever. actually, personally, um, they did kind of fall off a little bit in my view. Uh, it just, ever since Disney Plus came out. And like you said, it was the licensing issue, so. But as soon as, yeah, as soon as Disney Plus was like, oh, I can get on, yeah. Apple you know, Plus and Apple TV can get on, so. Right. Yeah, I'm that completely screwed competition them. now, though. Yeah, Hulu, Hulu's one that's not really talked about much either anymore. Do you guys hear people talking about Hulu's Hulu? Hulu's got live sports. Yeah. They that's what they're that promoting. Ad budget, that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like Mike Bloomberg. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, man, budget. hey, if Buddy gets elected, that just, that's just proof that great marketing works. Yeah, yeah he's everywhere. Literally. I mean, dude, mm-hmm. dude, Every like, commercial. oh my God, Every, everywhere. Everywhere on internet, like, he's always popping up. It's crazy, man. YouTube. Money. Mm-hmm. Everything you watch, he's on there. Yep. Everywhere. I guess when you're a billionaire, you can control the country. <laughs> yeah. Like, to an extent, definitely. To a certain extent, for sure. So, we got Scream playing randomly in the background. Scream was a classic movie, it man. Was, like, man. the I first... Like Scream. Of its kind, you know, kind of like Saw too when it first came out. Saw. I, I hey. think I think when it first came out, my parents didn't let me see. They were like, "Oh, yes, it's bad." Shout out Saw though. Mm. Saw is continuing though. Saw. Y- y- y'all saw. Y'all have seen that, right? I've seen that, but I want to say one thing about that. Wait, yeah, what episode it's, it's, it's is it gonna? I mean, one. what? Like fifty now? Who knows? Yeah, it's, no, it's, it has to be on nine now. Let me let me, <laughs> let me pull it up. First off, me and Mike used to work at the movie theater when Saws would. Yeah. Getting better in y'all shoes. Officially well, so aired. The first That's one crazy. I liked. Second one yeah. I liked. Like they were good, and then they started getting crazy. But you're like because they run yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. After saw point, they run five, out. you're done. Bro. I think they get crazy because they run out of ideas personally. So they're just thinking. Well, about you it. get invested, and you're like, I, I want to finish the story. Yeah. It's like a TV show, you know. Right. All right. So spiral. A sadistic mastermind unleashes a twisted form of justice in Spiral, the terrifying new chapter from the Book of Saw. And I noticed Working in the shadow of an esteemed police veteran, Samuel L. Jackson, brash detective Ezekiel Zeke Banks, Chris Rock, and his rookie partner, Max Mingella, take charge of a grisly investigation into murders that are eerily reminiscent of the city's gruesome past. So basically, Chris Rock is taking a stab at the Saw franchise. Yeah, I mean, either way, I'm still going to watch it. So they randomly decide will. to get better actors. Right, just mm-hmm. to kind of um, like revise everything, revamp. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm still going to watch it, personally. They made, you know, Saw, like, what, all the way to 7, and then they made, like, a 3D one. Yeah, who knows? 
Well, then they made the saw, uh, jigsaw from like two years ago or three years ago. It was like a weird remake that really didn't have any publicity. But now Chris Rock is on it. They're continuing it. But you know, I'll say this, you know, a lot of, everybody's critical of all these remakes and all these redos and, you know, all these Lion King and Aladdin and I've shit on those movies before because I don't have any interest watching them. But, bold take, some some remakes are actually pretty good. Some are good. You definitely agree with that. But um, I hate the fact when they keep, they won't let something die. And what I mean by that, like Chucky, for example, or remember when the Final Destinations yeah, would come out a lot where it's just too much. Where like, I get it, it's good, but you, Fast and the Furious is another one. Yeah. Like you gotta let this shit what, die after a while, nine, man. No. Yeah, uh, it's too much sometimes. John Cena, it's like, <laughs> come on, yeah. bring Han and that back. that can ruin a franchise. Like for example, Leprechaun. Remember when they had Leprechaun in the hood, and that just ruined Leprechaun the whole. Leprechaun in space. Jason X, remember that? <laughs> like, it's like just let it go. Even the Michael Myers, I know it was pretty good, but it's it's the same story. Just now it's newer times, so they have well, better animation. That actually no, the new the new Halloween is actually a different story. Okay, huh? so the one that so they made Halloween one, two, all the way to H two O, which I think was seven. Yeah, Halloween Resurrection was eight. Rob Zombie redid Halloween one and two in his own lens, and it was similar but a little mm. bit more gruesome. Yeah. That was like 08, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last one that came out that was actually technically Halloween 2. They retconned all of 2 through 8. All of that, hey, that didn't actually happen. Halloween 1 happened, and then he gets shot, falls out of the balcony. They capture him, and then he's locked up. And then one day he gets out, right. and then boom, he goes back on his rampage. And they changed it because in the first one... It's about family ties. He hears a voice that says, hey, go kill your family. This one says, oh, they're actually not family. He's the shape. He's killing just to kill. Like, there's no motive behind it, you know? So they got the movie coming out this year. I think it's Halloween Kills or something. And then the next one is uh, next year. I forget the other name of it. What, what's some of you guys' like, favorite remakes that has been out or actually coming out? I haven't seen the Grudge, but I kind of want to see the new Grudge. It's Grudge, yeah. That seems like it can be like a good one. Me personally, um, I think I'm really gonna like Jordan Peele's uh, Candyman that's coming out. That looks like gonna be very, very. I still haven't good. seen the trailer. The trailer. Yeah, I know y'all sent it, but I haven't watched it yet. The trailer's like the trailer's dope, man. I suggest yeah, you watch excited. it. Kind of excited. I think that was, I think that was the first scary movie. Uh, when I came back to the states when I as a kid, that my cousins you saw it reference, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, go in the mirror and say, I would not you know, say Candyman," and then then and then it's, then it flipped to Bloody Mary, something. Yeah, like, Bloody Mary. So, no, yeah. so, so do we say Bloody Mary in the mirror? Do we say Candyman? Like, I wasn't so, that curious of a kid. Like, no, I was still smart. Like, I'm not doing that shit. My cousins would mess me up. They would, they, they would, we would all would go to the restroom like during like a family event. They'd throw me in there and be like. Say it. They would yeah, say it. They, they would say it. Turn the lights off and run out. Close the door. And I'm like stuck in there. But you can turn. You can easily like, turn lights yeah, on. I never yeah. understood why we didn't do like that. freaking just turn out. It back on. Right. Is, is that is, was that was that a '90s thing? That was that was everybody. Especially us being younger. Yeah. It's crazy. 
my cousin used to do that shit to me all the time, and I couldn't do anything. I felt powerless. And, and, and I know, right? Being like six, seven years old, and crying like, and shit. I know, you're like, ah, <laughs> yeah. What do I do? And what it, do I do? It's, uh, it's funny now being um, an adult, being an adult. Yeah. You, like uh, you realize the weird shit y'all used to do as kids. Like uh, I remember my cousins used to always they would they would put on my aunt's. Uh, Mardi Gras mass. <laughs> they, were, they, they, they would be Mardi, but they would they look creepy uh, though. Eyes wide shut shit. Yeah, it, it, like it's so like Fifty Shades of Gray mass, and then, and then they would flip. They would like flip the light switch on and off, like you know, real consistently, fast. real fast. They're doing these weird ass gyrations, you know, like fucking break dancing. It looks awkward, you know. Right, and right. like me and my like the younger backwards. cousins, yeah, my younger, they were doing some shit like that. That would be creepy as hell. But yeah, so, I got a question weird. for y'all. Candyman intro. I'm gonna play it real mm. quick. Let me tell. If, tell me if you know where you've heard this before. Here it comes. Hang tight. It's showing credits. Where have you heard this? We just did this. <laughs> we, we just did this. Yeah. I didn't realize it. Yeah, Travis. Now you guys know. Days before rodeo, the prayer. That's what that's from. I feel like a lot of listeners probably didn't really listen to Days Before Rodeo. He thinks it's a hidden gem. Yeah. Chance actually put me on. I never knew that. Yeah, Chance. Shout out to Chance, man. Chance. Where you at? Crispy boy. (laughs) Chance's been busy lately. I don't know where Chance has been. Yeah, Chance's not on with us tonight because he's, like you said, he's been busy lately uh, doing different stuff, but... Hey, other uh, pop culture news. Y'all see Vanessa Bryant suing the uh, Kobe Bryant pilot? I actually heard about that, and the did hear. I didn't know like enough. I don't know enough to like speak up on it. If I'm being honest, um, so if you guys can like elaborate that old situation and why she's actually suing. So the the a lot of people see that the cause or feel the cause of the crash that day were poor conditions. Yeah, definitely inclement weather. It was foggy. Definitely not a situation where a pilot really should be flying. Right. But didn't the pilot pass away though? Oh, yeah. yeah, of course. Well, so, yeah, so like yeah, is, I think the company, the company itself. Okay, company. Okay. So yeah, I mean like apparently they were they were just flying too low not enough elevation because it was very foggy couldn't see poor weather conditions and you know the argument was well why would you not say hey i can't fly in this but you also think and i know it's a touchy subject think about days where you're driving and it's very rainy outside and you know you're like well shit i really got to get somewhere i need to go i need to get there I mean, by the time it's who, pouring, you can't really reverse at that point. Yeah, so you, might as well you know. Keep going forward. 
And I mean, I think not, there's too many like helicopter crashes like that happen. It's not. Let me rephrase that. It's not a lot that happens, and when they do happen, it's because of inclement weather or something that's a one-off. So something I think random. They, yeah, they need to set something in place to like prevent it or like, hey, some kind of radar detector. Hey, I wouldn't advise this or no, we can't fly because of this. Like it should be some kind of law or something, you know, enforced. Right. Yeah. Opinion. I mean, trust me, I would fly. And there are tons of yeah regulations, but. I think um, when it comes to like private flying, it's kind of at discretion. So, yeah. yeah, I was on a helicopter once, my twenty seventh birthday. Because helicopters aren't that heavy, right? They're kind of does weight play, crazy. weight plays an issue too if you have too many people on. Like, am I right or am I wrong about that? Honestly, don't know, but I would imagine so. Yeah. Like Gary, does that play I, a factor I, I, in in the Aaliyah flight? It did with their the um, the whole reason that flight Shout crashed was due to the fact yeah due to the fact that they were. Um, Way too much cargo and equipment, and stu- you know, studio and set stuff for yeah. the concert that was on board. So yeah, that pl- that played a factor, but typically it doesn't okay. because regulations could easily. God, Anybody man. flying in those conditions would make me nervous. You know who else make, makes me nervous? Are people that drive with two hands, out really? of out of need. What's it called? Ten. Uh, Ten and two. Ten and two. Yeah. People that drive out. I'm about to say ten toes down. Oh wow! <laughs> Terrifying. Ten toes down, baby. <laughs> Terrify me Because it's just like you, you see them It's like they can't keep their hands still They're constantly going back and forth Like spinning their hands Like in a cartoon Like or think like, about it, If you see like, somebody driving a car in a cartoon swinging, the Steering wheels right. all swinging over the place the right. Cars just going straight or Some people you, drive like that Yeah it reminds you of like a go-kart You know those little go-kart mm-hmm. tracks Where you just like I thought you really Terrifies me You see old people You see like old ladies with They got like the 90 degree First elbows. of all I don't think old people Should be driving Period Not at all When you're like 80 or 90 You should not be driving Like I'm sorry They if drive so wait, slow There needs to be a Like if there's a driving Minimum There should be a maximum Yeah I agree Definitely Because you know A lot of them are actually Senile and like Dementia They don't know What they're doing sometimes And they're on the road That's extremely dangerous And yeah. you don't have to drive For yourself and others so that's why, like you said, Mike, it definitely should be like an age limit. We're like, nah, you're too old to drive. I'll, I'll be cool with that. If I'm old, I'll be cool with that. Like, whatever. What is the future of cars? I think it's going to be all self-driving. Automated. Oh, it's just going to be self-driving. Yeah. yeah sure. So when it, so when it, at that point, I once you're that it, once you're that old, you might as well invest in self-driving. Not going to be allowed much longer, around much longer. So it's like, hey, might as well invest in a new Tesla and move to Miami. <laughs> you know what I noticed though about elderly people? Yeah. They seem to have like no urgency, no giddy up. Because they know that what's about to they happen. They have nowhere to go. Yeah, what's about to happen? <laughs> well, but, like <laughs> they know what's about to happen. My thought is like, I, I, why am I, Why would I take my time? I want to go get a lot of shit done before that time comes. Well, a lot of them, I think personally, I feel like they can't really move that fast anymore. And we see that now too. The older what you get, what about driving though? Same. Everything is slower for them because the mind is just different, you know. And it's like, you know what? Mike, here's what I'm gonna say to like to add like on what you were saying right now. Why am I gonna rush to get to where I'm going? Let me appreciate everything more since I know I'm, I'm limited. My days are numbered pretty much, so I'm not gonna rush anything. I'm gonna slow everything down and take my time with everything that I'm doing, so I can gain value out of it. That's how there I'm is value in appreciating the little things yeah. for sure. Not to deny that at all. But I just feel like when you're driving 40 miles an hour on the freeway, <laughs> yeah, that shit's annoying. There's some problems going on. Like you got to figure that out. You know? But in, in retro, in, in you know hindsight, uh, I do respect the old ladies that be fucking 
like mashing it. Like, I'm not even mad. Like, first, I'm mad at first. Like, Those ones fuck? got a little bit of elbow fat. Yeah, I'm like, who the hell is this? A little bit of elbow fat, 90-degree angles. Like, who is this speeding up, cutting me off? And I see his old grandma with her shades on. I'm like, all right, cool, you got it. Go ahead. Their hair doesn't even hit their shoulders. I'm not even mad anymore. I'm like, I see you. <laughs> so got I those think that's bobs. Cool. Bob cuts. Yeah. You notice every every flowery dresses. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but <laughs> like yeah, Buick, Buick. Buick. I don't know if you guys, yeah, I don't know if you guys noticed, but every grandma or old person I feel in New York is super swaggy. Like they dress like super like nice with the Ray Bans, and it's just it's cool like their style. You know what I mean? And out here we don't see that a lot, so I thought that was very cool. Like when you visit like the East Coast, you know? Yeah, I haven't seen that. Too you haven't much. seen that? Yeah, it, it's out definitely. They 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 dress up more. To be old, like you said, you feel like when you're old, it's like whatever at that point. But they still try. Any other current events on the docket? I don't think so, huh? Dive into some questions. Mm-hmm. You guys got any questions? Yeah, uh, one thing I want to say, not questions, but um, guys, we'll be having a free giveaway of a shirt actually coming out soon. So we're going <laughs> to... Shirt. Three shirts. Yeah, well, I'm saying like it's one shirt, like one gift they're, they're getting. Win one. Yeah, it's one shirt. True. Uh, so with three different people, and stay so tuned on social, right? stay tuned, and we're gonna like let you know like how to enter the contest and win. It's pretty simple, but just keep your eyes open, you know, for everything. Make sure you're subscribing so you can know what to actually do like when it comes out. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Rep Network. Make sure you also pay attention to Play It By Ear. We actually recorded a good one this week. Did a uh, listen along to the album Damn. You know, Kendrick Lamar, album from April 2017. However, we played it in reverse order. Not many people know that there is a different feel, somewhat of a different story to it, if you listen to it in reverse order. So make sure you check us out, play it by ear, available wherever you listen to podcasts. So back to the docket. I actually do have a question for somebody, though. What's the question? So... This one's, you know, this one's a little bit controversial, but it's, you know, tied to relationships and whatnot. Okay. Do you keep in touch or have, how do you approach breaking up with somebody, like keeping in touch with them after the fact? So I'll go ahead and start. Is that cool? Do yeah, it. I have a lot to say about this. Um, <laughs> I thought you, I mean, sure. Go for it. So me, from my personal experiences, I never had any bad blood with any of my exes. Uh, so... You know, if we were out in public and I happened to run into, like, an ex or somebody, it's cool. Like, we talk, hey, how you been? It's no bad blood once again. And it's something that's actually cool. And I've actually been friends with some of my exes before because they know that, okay, like, I know he's with somebody or she's with somebody. It's not like I'm trying to get at this person or more like that. You go beyond, like, the fact that, okay, like, yeah, we dated in the past and yeah we you know did shit obviously but we're not it's not in that headspace anymore because each year you change as a person you know like you oh, may yeah. not yeah you may not feel this like obviously you don't feel the same way so I think that it's okay to be friends now where I feel like it's a problem at if you're hanging out with your ex all the time and, oh yeah and, and, you're, no and, and you're, you're texting them all the time like when we're we gonna hang out when we're we gonna hang out like all the time if you're like involved in something else and yeah that's an actual issue like right. most definitely But if that's not the case If it's like You know like Say like you know your ex Or something is, is going through some shit And as you know A caring person Like you care about This person as a person You know not like right. oh, I'm in love But just as a person It's okay if you want to reach out And make sure Okay I want to make sure This person is not Going to do something crazy 
You know, like I think that's fine personally. So that that's my take on that as an ex. I don't uh I don't really keep in touch with too many of them. Really like thinking about it, I can't think of one that I do keep in touch with. Yeah, you're like, not one that I you're have not talked to. Yeah, ever. you're not supposed to. And like, that's you know, yeah, yeah, and it's understandable, right. you know. Now, if I was to bump into one in public, mm-hmm. I'd be cordial, yeah. friendly, you know. Even even some of the ones that didn't end in the best of ways. Have all your exes ended like good or bad mostly? Well, I'd say, you know, the, the big one that ended for me probably ended kind of badly because <laughs> of circumstance alone. Yeah, I got you. But, I mean, I think you have to look at the maturity you had right. at the time of the relationship. Because right. when I was younger, I would say a lot of those, no. Because I was immature, stupid, you know, whenever things go south, you're younger, you almost feel like you want to kind of be like, you were the one that had the say. Yeah. Or the decision. The final right, I got you. Right? So, I mean, maybe you say some shit just to get one last word in. But, you know, as things kind of fizzle out when you're older, it's like, well, hey, we'll keep in touch, no hard feelings. Not like we'll keep in touch, but like, if I was to bump into you, I wouldn't be like, oh, get out of here. You yeah, know and I mean? like you said, it's... Not it's, keep in touch. Keep like, you know... Keep right, it's just the mature thing to do. You know, when you reach a certain age and a level in life, you got so many, much other shit you're worried about. You know, like, it's, so it's not really that serious at all. Oh, yeah, it's my ex. Yeah, hey, how you, how you been? Whatever. And, you know, keep it moving. If something were to happen, where, like, you know, guys happen to, like, DM or some shit just on some, like, cool stuff, and whatever. You have to trust your uh, partner to know, like, they're not going to, they know what they have, they value what they have, they're not going to mess yeah. it up. You know, that's my You know, it's kind of weird to me is I feel like certain exes, like, always tend to like your shit. They will. You know, I will like, say this. Kind of, like, if it's one specific person that always, always likes something you post, like, why? I will say sometimes it's probably us reading too much into it. They may just actually be bored. And then on the, flip, on the flip side of that, uh, they may just want to see, like, how you're doing. Not because they want to get back with you, but, like, okay, how's he doing in life? Right. Know? And I don't think it's that. Yeah. It's just kind of It's Yeah, yeah, I got you. How Here, do you feel where about Where are you that at game? on this? Uh, I mean, it's definitely a interesting question. Uh, I'd probably say like I, I don't really, I don't really. Your say, circumstance is a little uh, bit different. Well, I mean, I mean, well, uh, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, like, you know, I like the mother of my two daughters. Like, we communicate, but it's more in, in the means of like to speak to them. Like now at this point, like we can be cordial, we're fine, but we kind of like no need to talk unless it's like as like nowadays being a parent, like you only have to really talk to that ex or like you know or a situation where you have kids with someone only on situations where it's involving them outside of that you really don't need to that's why i kind of don't really feel like unless unless you have kids with someone you really don't need to talk to your ex unless y'all were genuinely friends prior to the situation only reason i'm saying that because i can create some muddy water in a relationship if you know if you have no need to talk to them yeah Yeah, yeah. you don't need to keep in touch you know the weird thing too though is relationships themselves are so strange like the fact that you can build something from scratch and you know for so long put something together and like have like you know you build something you build like a a, a bond with somebody that's unlike a bond you have with anybody else so it's almost like you don't want to it kind of sucks you feel like you said you're building that bond with somebody and then if it ends abruptly or it ends after all that time invested and spent you, you're kind of like, okay, what was the whole point of it? You know, I don't want to start over again. I thought that person was the one for me. And when it's not the one, how do you how do you move on from that? You know, that's, that's my, my take on that because it, it can, 
it's much easier said than done if that makes sense because that's somebody you who knew you you knew her and it's hard starting over especially when you're older like when you're young whatever but when you're older people don't want to do that so sometimes you just people settle it can be your choice sometimes yeah and it can still be like an adjustment period you know how do I even approach like what do I do with my free time now I think anytime you have like a hobby a job you know any kind of a commitment of any sort that just abruptly ends a relationship it's weird almost supplanting that with more things to kind of fill the time imagine being um, a single woman in your 30s yeah. Like I feel like nowadays, like with a yeah, kid. I, 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 well, I, I, yeah, I, like even not, not even with that. I, I was, I, I was, I was, what I was gonna get into is, is yeah, the day, yeah. is the day. I was gonna, I was gonna get into is that point. That point, you're especially as a woman, the the taboo is like, oh, you know, by your thirties, you should be like married and then have a kid. Da da da. da. Yeah, so I feel, like, so, so I feel like at that age, you know, since we just hit thirty, thinking about it, like as a woman, like being single, like we, whether you have a kid or not, like, you're almost like, okay, like, What's wrong is this, yeah, is this time do I get married? Like, uh, I feel like it's a lot of dating pressure, there is or or, I, or the dating, or I think. Even in, th- in your thirties, that dating market becomes the willingness to have to accept, yeah, you know, like other people with kids. And I agree. And I, you know, to piggyback on what you're, you're saying, Gary, it's definitely a stigma when you do see somebody that's actually single. You think automatically something wrong with this person, like, right? Especially if they're not, you know, like ugly and they're attractive. You're like, okay, why is why are you single? And you're like up in age, no kids, no nothing. You're single and. What's going on? Is this person have mental issues going on, or is this person to control? Like Oprah, for example, we always ask, like, why has she been single for so fucking long? Like, what's she probably crazy. No. <laughs> and Holly Berry, you know what I'm like? Those, you're like, why, you know? And so it's probably some other stuff going on. But also on the flip side, it could be they're just some strong. people like being single. Yeah, I'm saying they're just strong ass women. Like, you know what? I like being single. I don't need a family. Like, I'm content with being this. Because I've got some friends that come to mind that are single that I'm like, well, they actually just kind of like being single. Yeah, they don't want to be older. They like being single. Right. Don't want any kids. I think part of that is just, you know, we're kind of numb to procreation in our generation. I think the other part of that, too, is overpopulation. You know, there's literally some physiology behind, oh, we're overpopulated. I don't want to procreate. Right. Is that why uh, widespread pandemics are created? You think like yeah. coronavirus is just like oh yeah let's well let's let's uh, let's minimize some overpopulation yeah. <laughs> yeah we yeah. are doing it right now. you know that's where they say that that shit was made in the lab right yeah and I mean we've seen it how do you how do you uh, HIV how do you get yeah you you that was get, a man made well yeah yeah I mean, it could be yeah a lot of stuff is man made how do you get you know, damn near universal support is if a massive sickness like that comes out and you find the antidote and then you get everybody seeking you out for that antidote. You know what I mean? Like, that's... I, like, V for Vendetta, that's the exact premise of the movie. I'm not saying I necessarily believe that, yeah. but anything is possible in today's day and age. And I still apologize. I'm apologizing in advance for what I'm about to say right now, but I... Personally, I feel that Magic Johnson, they paid him off as the poster boy. Paid him off? What do you or, mean they paid him no, off? No, no, like not paid him off, but I'm not saying he, he didn't not have it, you know, but the fact that, you know, he was one of the greatest to me. And, you know, when it happened, that devastated everybody at the moment. Like, dang, not Magic, you know? And he just, when you have money, you can deal with shit a lot better. 
as well, you know, versus somebody that's broke and don't have like as much money. Oh yeah, definitely. But I feel him. like it was a little bit more incentive when they found okay, like he does have this. He's black. Okay, how can we like benefit from this? That makes sense, you know. Well, I read. Uh, I was reading the Tipping Point from Malcolm Gladwell. One of the things he was talking about was you know how he he describes epidemics, but the reason he describes that is to give a metaphor for how ideas can spread, you know, and become viral. He talks about HIV and really how that wasn't like back in the in the past people would get that shit and just kind of deal with it and like move on. I don't think it was really but it that mutated. It I don't mutated. think I don't think it was that common in the past like that. It was common but probably people just get over it. Right. Like, no, seriously, like people just kind of like become fine with it. But then it got to the point where they would, you know, it mutated, and then pneumonia that would come with it would start onsetting more. But the point I make is, like, it's just crazy to see how quickly something can spread. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what the tipping point is all about. It's about that theory alone, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how the hell we went from breakups to coronavirus, but we're all over the map today. <laughs> But uh, any, I mean, any final thoughts might be a little bit of a shorter episode, but if y'all will notice, moving forward, we want to have a little bit more structure, right? So come in with some current events, pop culture, field some questions from the listeners, and ultimately just kind of tackle outrage culture. What are the thoughts you got? Jock, I know you look like you got a, you got you got something to add for sure. Always, always and forever. <laughs> Shout out to Kip from Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, remember that song but no uh, what I have to say is I just you know it'll be cool if you guys can just help us out in the regards of letting your friends know letting your family members know letting people that you come in contact know that love listening to podcasts that hey it's this one that I'm actually listening to called Don't At Me and play it by ear you should check it out you know see how you like it and everything and that's just the thing I have to say about that just spread the word you know, we're only a few individuals. We can't reach everybody. So if you guys can just let us know once again via email, via DMs, however you can like reach us with feedback, that's that's most appreciated. So that's all I have to say. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe there to follow on Spotify. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram, both of them really, at the Rep Network. And then email us questions or any kind of feedback at repertoirenetwork at gmail.com. Gary, any, any parting words? Nah, that'll be all. <laughs> Tune in next week. Peace. Hey, hold on real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Pause. We are the real Brady, Brady Bros. Bros. Brady Brothers from the TV show Brady Bunch. I'm Barry Williams. And I'm Christopher Knight. I played Greg. And uh, who are you again? I played Peter. We've decided that we're going to do a podcast around episodes of the Brady Bunch. We're going to use it as a prism to look back to our experience doing the show and why the Brady Bunch is still popular. Have a sunshine day. We are the real Brady, Brady Bros. Bros.